0: Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way. And you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable. Away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's Spill.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Spill. So I'm chatting with Lindsay Lacrage here. And Lindsay, I know it's only 11 a.m. your time, it's uh, it's six ten my time, so I've enjoyed I've enjoyed a wine and a cheese platter already. So oh, hopefully, nice. yeah, yeah, hopefully you'll get to that in like five six hours. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, that sounds yeah. great. So, ladies, I'm excited to dive into this chat. Um, I came across Lindsay on Instagram. I love just your messaging. I love the value that you add. I just want to say that to you as well, the value and education that you add, which I think is lacking a lot in the health space in the sense of education with substance, because it's not that it's not a noisy space and that we can't get a lot of stuff and we can get very overwhelmed with it. But I really love the clarity and the simplicity and the substance that you are bringing to this space. So I just first wanted to say that and say thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. Um, So let me tell the ladies a little bit about you, because they don't even know who you are. And soon they're going to want to go find you. So ladies, uh, Lindsay, who is across from me, is an advanced certified epigenetics human potential coach, a double certified holistic nutritionist, and carries carries certifications in life and success coaching, NLP, EFT, emotion code, and kundalini, is it kundalini, yoga meditation, just to name a few. Okay, might need to dive into that. Yes. Um, and you've also shared, you know, after a lifelong battle with your own health, including obesity, chronic illness, hormonal imbalance, migraines, food allergies, and more, uh, you've discovered the world of epigenetics, which connected all the dots, holistic wellness at its finest with DNA based precision. And now, Lindsay is really focused on spreading the life changing technology of epigenetics to as many lives as possible by training wellness coaches and educating the masses, which I love. Um, So look, before we dive into the conversation, and I'm pretty much going to give you the floor because I want to explore what this really is and understand so much more about it. But I want to get to know you a little bit more. So we do a bit of rapid fire where I'm going to throw some questions at you. Ladies, Lindsay has no idea what I'm throwing at her. Um, Just first, first thoughts, first words, throw them back. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm as ready as one can be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First one, describe yourself in just three words.
0: Just three words. Okay. I would definitely say I'm a big nerd at heart. So you should know that about me in the beginning. If you couldn't tell already from what I do, my career choice, I'm a big nerd. Uh, And that's, you know, it's funny. It took me a long time to really embrace that and not try to like hide it um, but yeah I love to learn things I love learning how things work and why and you know can can talk about you know d- a deep educational weird stuff all day every day I love it we need so. women like you I love that <laughs> because I'm not so I need you it's not for, you know it's not everyone's forte Um, But that's, that's how I've always been since I was a child. So it's very much a part of who I am. Um, I would say contrasting with that, I'm a total beauty junkie. So actually my first career for the first, probably 20 years of my adult life, I worked in the beauty industry. So anything girly, I also, I love all day, every day. Um, I spend most of my income on makeup (laughs) and like (laughs) lip glosses, you know, like really cliche things like that. So we do look beautiful every time I see you. So it's worth it. Oh, thank you. It's it's a fun thing. And I think it's if you've been in that field, it's always kind of like a part of who you are. Um, And I would say at the end, the third one, let's think at the end of the day, I have kind of a, a big sister energy, although I'm not a big sister. So that's kind of a funny role that I've taken on in this whole career path is that I really love helping women to find themselves and to kind of nurture them into the best versions of themselves. And I always kind of feel like it's this big sister kind of vibe. Um, So I had a fabulous or have have a fabulous big sister who is truly like my best friend. She's amazing. Couldn't have asked for a better person in my life. And I think maybe a bit of that has kind of channeled through me into my work and especially now kind of going into more of like a mentorship role of teaching the other, my, my coaches and my certification. I feel like that's kind of, that's who I am. I'm a nerd. I'm a beauty junkie. And I'm also kind of like big sister,
1: (laughs) if that makes any sense. That's a really cool mix. Like a very cool mix. It works. (laughs) It's working for me. It feels good. (laughs) As it should. It seems like it's really cool because, like you said, you're not a big sister, but it's like you've modelled your big sister. Yeah. Really cool. yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the best compliment you've ever been given?
0: Oh, that's a good one. The best compliment. You know, I would say there's not maybe one specific thing that comes to mind, but the best compliment is when I have a client who says, "This changed my life," and it's it's not so much about me because I'm really just um, a liaison, if you will, But working with this technology, it's it's something that I have the privilege of hearing a lot of really powerful transformations happen. And that yeah. to me, is probably the most fulfilling thing that anyone could ever say. beyond anything, you know, a uh, physical or anything like that. I think that that's really the thing that makes me feel like I'm in the right place, doing the right thing, fulfilling my purpose and, and making a difference. So that making would be a
1: real difference. Yeah. That's the I'd thing that, that
0: comes to mind. Yeah. Beautiful. And yeah. what's the best advice that you've been given? The first oh, one? that's a good one. I know exactly what that one is my dad used to tell me all the time growing up, you have to decide if you're going to be a big fish in a little pond or a little fish in a big pond. And isn't that cool? And I always would be like, you know, what are you talking about? I had no idea what that meant until I actually kind of lived it a little bit and, and got the chance to really move around on my own and, you know, adult a little bit and start to make some big decisions for myself as far as where are we going to live? What are we going to do? What do we want our life to really become? And I totally get it now. And I think there's beauty in both. I think there's definitely not that one is right or, or wrong or one is better than the other, but it's just kind of an interesting perspective and um, kind of like a, a self-assessment perhaps, as far as like, what makes you happy as an individual? What's the thing that feels good inside and and thriving to you? And I think it can go either way. Yeah. So important. Such a good point.
1: Okay. Last question for you. If life is a game, what is the number one rule?
0: Oh, that's a very good one. These, I I mean, you've done this a time or two, (laughs) the number (laughs) one rule, I would say, um, there's no quitting. Oh, I like that. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's forever the game, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think some version of that, never I giving like that. up, no giving up. <laughs> I love that. I feel like there's something, um,
1: and we're going to dive into that right now. I feel like that answer came to you because it's from some sort of experience that maybe you've had. So let's start there. I want to go into epigenetics. I want to go into all of this stuff, like all the detail, all the nerdy stuff that you are just, you love, um, love and you can share it. with us. But I first want to understand a little bit more of your journey, because I feel like you've been through... Um, a lot of mini and big transformations in your own life. So tell us how you got to this point where you really make the difference in other people's lives, but I'm sure after your own journey through it.
0: Yeah, you know what's really funny? I tell people I came through this kind of windy road to discover the technology of epigenetics. And I was, I kind of found it at a point where I had almost given up. Like I really thought that I was stuck in, My current health situation, and just going to have to learn how to make the best of it. And I really didn't think that there was much ahead, much progress ahead. And boy, was I wrong, (laughs) I will say. Um, So, yeah, I would say, as far as kind of nutshelling my own journey through health, the biggest thing I will tell you about 10 years ago, uh, so up until around the age 30, I was in a body that was twice my size. And I will kind of let you imagine what that was like. Um, I was really operating under this belief system, ironically so, that I thought I was born that way. I thought that, oh, well, this is just kind of in my family history. I had a lot of, uh, not even my immediate family so much, but I had a lot of like cousins and extended families that were, um, you know, extremely overweight or, and, and honestly just built really in bigger bodies. So for reference, my older brother is six foot seven. I come from a a family of people who were just built very big. And the, you know, the other part of that is there are very few people in my family who were ever really fit. It, It was just not the thing that was who we are, so to speak. Right. And so I kind of grew up with this lens of, oh, well, that's not who I am. That would never be who I would be, you know? And so I really, stayed in that kind of frame of mind until I was really turning about to turn 30. And just right before that happened, right before kind of that calendar thing. And I know we all kind of go through this. We go through a lot when we're like pushing 30. (laughs) And so I think that was a big part of it was really just kind of having this awakening moment to say, what if I'm wrong? And what if this isn't my destiny? And, you know, I think it's so funny now, it's, it's just really laughable, if you will, that now I work literally with genetics and help people to understand that the things that they thought are in their family line are hugely preventable, that there's really nothing, the, the genes are never the destiny. So that's literally what I do now for a living. But back then, of course, I had no idea that this was even a thing. Um, So I lost over 150 pounds naturally. So no surgeries or anything like that, like no, nothing, nothing that's even available in this day and age. I just completely did a 180 on the way that I was eating. I really didn't even start with like exercising properly like I would go for walks or whatever but this was not like a fitness kind of thing it was really just a nutritional shift and so I went from eating all of the fast food that I wanted um drinking you know as much as I wanted it was a very fun time back then and I think I'm still a fun time now but a very different fun time uh but I really just changed everything that I was doing And I just honestly had a big shift in the belief system. Mm. And I think for the first time in that like roughly 30 years, I believed that I was it was possible for me to change my story. Can I ask,
1: did you see proof of this to help with the belief? Did it just come to you? Like what what created a new image and a new
0: belief for you? You know, I will say it really did just come to me. Um, mm-hmm. So so the deep version of that, I will tell you, it was kind of like an epiphany, like a spiritual experience that happened. I literally woke up one day, I was I was having a nap one afternoon and I sat straight up. I remember it like it was yesterday. I sat straight up in this chair that I was napping in and I literally heard this voice that was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Is this truly what you think? you deserve is this really where you think you're going and do you not think that i created you to have a big purpose mm-hmm. on this planet and, and you know i could elaborate there but nutshell is i had a, an awakening and it was really just this kind of shift this immediate shift and truly like from that day on it was the easiest thing that i had ever done
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it not to say that it was easy but, you know, for many, so many years, I mean, even when I was in high school, I was always trying diets and, and being very, you know, not very nice to myself around my body. And over the, my college years, in my 20s, mid-20s, everything really just started to snowball. I had some hormonal changes back then. Um, I actually went on a birth control shot at one point when I was um, first a newlywed and in 9 months i gained 90 pounds wow.
1: so that was like
0: it should have been a big red flag that like hey something is wrong pump the brakes um yeah so all of these crazy things had happened to kind of land me at that position of like the heaviest that i ever knew that i was and i de- i definitely didn't look at it often but the heaviest on record that I was aware of was at um, 305 pounds. And that, um, you know, it was after a series of different events. Most of them were like hormonal related. So that'll do it if anything will. Um, And it was really just this kind of thing that progressed until that wake up day where I was like, what is going on? Like, this is we're not getting any younger and this is going to be your life. If you don't do something different, if you don't really commit to yourself and believe that you have a purpose here that perhaps you're going to miss out on, if you don't feel well, if you don't, you know, prioritize yourself a little bit differently, Um,
1: Lindsay I feel like this this message like what you're sharing is so important right now it's it's everything because we're in a world where maybe we're I'm not saying what we're chasing is wrong everyone can chase whatever they'd love but we've also got to know what matters and this thing that we have this body this mind is our modality to everything yeah yet we seem to um I was chatting about this with a, another woman as well, who's a doctor over in New York. And I said, just feels like the baseline of health is just dropping through the ground.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: what, is. what is going on? Like it is, it is all that we have, you know, health is our wealth. We've all, we've all heard that, but I really love, um, I just, I get from you the power of our beliefs And also what thoughts we're having, what questions we're asking, because it feels like that was the path that took you, you know, that took you down another path, I should say, was it was those things and, and not even just with our health, I think they're powerful questions. To simply just ask, you know, whether it's the relationship that we're in, that's not serving us, but we're scared to leave as a woman, whether it's the career path that we've taken because, hey, you're you're checking the box and this is a traditional way, right? You should be doing these things. And and there's something in you that asks those questions, that awakening, that epiphany. Yeah,
0: that was it. I mean, that was truly, that's the day that my life changed. And, you know, for the year, year and a half, probably two years that followed, i was simply just doing what i knew i needed to do. Mm-hmm. i honestly i didn't know why. i didn't know what was in store for me. i didn't know that i was on some kind of a a mission to help women in their health. i had no idea. i was that was like the furthest thing from my mind. i just knew that i there was some kind of calling. it was very unclear, but i knew that i was meant to do something impactful that I could only really get to if I mastered myself so that's where it really started and it was very simple and also it felt really good like it just felt like oh this is this is what we came for kind of thing you yeah know? well it's like you're taking back charge
1: of your yeah. life of your body of your mind of your path like all of that okay this is um this is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to I want to explore more about epigenetics. What is this like? Tell me about the world of this. Tell all of us. Um, what do we need to know about this? Why is it different? Where? Why
0: should we be looking at that versus something else? It's pretty wild. So, you know, I first heard the word epigenetics actually used in the world of mindset. So there are a lot of really amazing, powerful leaders that will talk to you about how the power of your mind will change the performance of your body. And I'm a big, big, big believer in that. Obviously, that was a big part of my experience long before I ever knew anything or had ever heard the term epigenetics. But basically epigenetics is this concept that helps us to understand how everything in your lifestyle is impacting your body's performance, like down to a cellular level, down to a genetic level. So your genes are not totally static, right? So they respond to things like, yes, your thoughts and your stress levels and the things that you do for joy or the amount of, um, you know, the, the, the way that you kind of take care of your mind. Yes. That's a big part of it, but it's also a lot of really tangible things like the foods that you're eating and the, how much you're sleeping. And uh, you know, if you're exercising and staying active, all of those things that we think of as being like really traditional health markers. Yes. There are strategic things that each of us can do that will have a very like predetermined response in our body. So basically what's right for me is not right for you because it comes down to genetic differences. So that's where I actually started to work with this, this modality. And it's actually truly getting into what we call functional genomics. So there's epigenetics, there's functional genomics. There's a lot of fluidity there. And I think it really depends on who you ask as far as which verbiage they use. They're kind of the same thing. But technically, functional genomics actually gives us some tangible tools. So I literally work with a report that shows me how your genes are wired. Okay, so what that means is every single gene that we have in the human body, there's different variations of it. So usually there are at least three or four different variants for each particular gene. So if you can do the math on that, it's a, a huge number of potential combinations. And what's really crazy is for each particular gene, we understand that gene as far as what turns it on, what turns it off. And it really depends on which variant you have. So that's where we can get very strategic and understand, okay, so this person has X gene and this person has Y gene. The X gene really likes to be fed, fill in the blank here. The Y gene actually prefers this, that, and the other. Right. So there's really these really very clear and tangible strategies that are involved as far as understanding what your body is doing well with what it's perfectly neutral with and like where to save your money. (laughs) And then also things that can be negative responses. So There are certain people who will have inflammatory responses, for example, from, you know, eating a lot of healthy air quotes things. So this is where like a lot of the popular trendy supplements, for example, they're not going to work really well for everyone. For some people they can make you feel worse. And that's why nothing really should be kind of standardized. That's why we see so many different trends that are polarizing, right? That's why you have a huge camp of people that will talk to you all day about how, vegan diet is great for you. And if you're not doing a vegan diet, you're crazy. And, you know, if you want to live to be 105, this is the way to go. It's got to be plant-based, blah, 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 blah. There's like an equally passionate group of people on the other side that says, well, today it's trending carnivore, right? A couple of years back, it's been keto. Yes. Keto is still alive and well, trust me. But, you know, you can have something as polarizing as like vegan versus carnivore, And at the end of the day, they're both a little bit right. And they're both a little bit wrong. And it depends on the person. It depends on the individual as far as what that individual is going to respond to. Some people will thrive with a huge plant-based intake. Some people will feel horrible (laughs) and the same for carnivore or like an animal-based lifestyle. Some people will feel amazing on that animal-based protocol. And some people will feel worse than ever before. So if you take something kind of that uh, seemingly black and white as nutrition, this modality actually helps you to understand where you live in the gray, because truly there are very few things that are black and white.
1: I love that. I can, I can understand why you said you got to the point where you're like giving up. And I'm thinking of women who might be listening to this going, just nothing works for me or every trend that's hot is just not helping. Um, So I get how you got to that point. And then what that feeling must've been like to understand this, like discover this world of epigenetics and go, oh "Oh my gosh. gosh. And how crazy is it to think that we're not all uniquely designed
0: in a certain way? Like, of course we're all unique. Right. Well, you know, if you look at some of the numbers, what's really crazy is human beings are, they say, they say we are all about 99% similar as far as genetic makeup, but the 1%, if you think of how many combinations of how that presents your physicality, you know, and we may have like a rare doppelganger here and there, but if there are a million combinations of hair color and skin tone and and height and things like that across the world, of course, it's only logical to understand that your unique chemical needs, like your journey to optimization is of course going to be different than your best friends or whoever you're following on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So tell me more about how this
1: process would work. So if I'm looking at discovering more about this, myself, how would, yeah, how does it work?
0: Honestly, it is mind-blowingly simple. And I will tell you, mark my word, in 10 years, this is going to be whatever, it would be like a no-brainer. You wouldn't do possibly do anything without understanding your genomics. So literally, from the client perspective, you just swap your cheek. It's a saliva sample that tells us everything that we need to know, which is pretty wild, but the saliva is actually a little bit more accurate than actually blood or any other markers when it comes to looking at this particular technology. So we mail you a kit to your home, you swap your cheek, you mail it back to the lab, and this can be done our nationally. Um, And then once the lab actually receives your sample, they pick it apart and they send me a massive data file with all of your genes and genotypes, all of your gene codes. And then I run it through a software. I sit down with it and actually go through, make notes, have some findings, and then we actually meet in person. And this is what I will say. This is the key of actually getting the right information is having someone to consult with you. So one of the things about the genes that the reason why this really can't be, or well, it can be done. The reason it shouldn't be done through an automated test is that your genes and their response will change based on whatever your body has been through. Okay. So for example, any sort of medical history, truly like your stress levels and lifestyle, the type of diet that you've been eating over the course of your lifetime, all of those things will have an impact on how your genes are actually showing up or expressing themselves as we call it. So your genetic expression will change. The genotypes don't change. So you do the test one time and you'll have your codes literally for the rest of your life. So that's pretty cool. Um, But basically the interpretation is really key. So before we actually send you over an action plan, it's essential that we understand, first of all, what's going on in your body right now. Because it's going to look different than it did 10 years ago and and versus 10 years in the future. So it's important to kind of cross check what's happening now. And we can actually see in the genes what we can kind of work backwards like that, if that makes sense. So depending on what your concerns are or what your goals are, we can actually go and troubleshoot exactly based on your chemistry, if that makes sense. So it's always done face to face with a trained professional uh, versus just looking at a very kind of like surface level automated tests. So that's my biggest thing. There's a lot of companies right now that are rushing to market and trying to sell really inexpensive automated tests. And at the end of the day, they don't really know, they're they're not going to really be able to give you a picture of what is happening or how to move forward in the best way, because they can't consult with you. They can't, you know, input your medical history, your preferences even. So if you think about it, like take twins, Twins are going to have the exact same or or very, very similar genetic makeup, but if one of them has had a very different lifestyle than the other, they can have a very different presentation of health and therefore need two very different action plans based on the same set of genes. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like that, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. By the way, just side note,
1: you're making me want to become a nerd around this. I love it. I love it's, it. It's so, <laughs> it's so cool. And I just, I also love, as I'm listening to you, I'm also, I am grateful and continually wowed by what we have access to today. Like the information that we can find out. Sometimes it scares the shit out of me. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not one that I don't want anything stuck in my arm, right? Too far from. <laughs> But this is really incredible stuff that can help us take leaps and bounds with our health, that can help us optimize to a new level. The thing that comes up for me, and I want your opinion on this, is why in our world today that we have so much more information and guidance, yet we seem so much more unhealthy? To me, I'm just like, there's an imbalance there.
0: I think so, and I think really, if we think about it, well, the first thing that comes up for me is we've all been through the the emotional blender for the past few years. Uh, literally, life as we knew it is no more to some degree, and so that is something that will have epigenetic changes on all of us. No matter what your personal experience was, no matter what your perspective is on any of it, we've been shaken a- as a generation. And so that's something to be taken into consideration because these are things that will impact the way that your body is functioning. So Mm. I think that is like a a cherry on top of an already shifty little cake. Um, But the other reality is, you know, the food that we eat today, even with the best of intentions, the food that we eat today is not the same as what our parents' generation had access to, much less far removed from our grandparents who ate, basically mostly organic food you know and so I think there's a lot to unpack there depending on you know any person has their own perspective and beliefs and stuff like that and we all do the best that we can right so this is definitely not something to say like oh we should all live in a bubble (laughs) and if you can't eat perfectly organic foods and blah, blah 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 no it's not like that but just as a whole it's important that we recognize that the foods that are in our grocery stores are just not the same. And we're, we're consuming more chemicals through food sources, through our water, even through our air, you know, we're just exposed to a lot more than we ever have been. And the other part of that is genetic differences that can arise are becoming more and more rampant. So for example, if you take something like, there's a process called methylation, that's like this I'm gonna try and nutshell it because it's this wildly complex detox pathway in the body. And variations in this particular family of genes are incredibly common. They're honestly, some people say 25% of the population, but I would say in my practice, it is far more common than that. I would say I would put like a 65% on it. It's just something I see in nearly everyone. But there's different ranges of support needed in that area. But the thing that I will tell you is, as a whole, we're seeing more and more issues like this that can be seen in the genes. And it also, again, doesn't mean that you're doomed, right? It just means that you might need to take a certain type of supplement that actually gives you a better activation of nutrients to break it down, you know, as far as like what's actually happening. You might just need to support yourself a little bit differently yeah. if that's relative to you, you know? So it's things like that, that are starting to compound from a genetic perspective. But also a lot of different environmental exposures, a lot of different, you know, environment, uh, emotional and mental exposures. Even if you take the impact on mental health of social media. And, and don't get me wrong. I think social media is wonderful. It's it's connected us. So there's a lot of beauty in it. I have gotten most of my business from social media. And I'm so grateful to have a platform to be able to talk about these nerdy things and to help to find people, right? But if you think about the amount of information, simply put, not saying it's good, not saying it's bad, but the amount of information that our brains are consuming on any given day, much less any given hour, humans have never operated like this before ever our parents didn't know i, I mean even me i'm 40 and i literally like <laughs> i grew up without this technology you yeah. know so we are going into a place of consumption and we have to consider what is this doing to our nervous systems what is this doing to our brains much less even going into like the, the whole concept of like blue light exposure and, and EMFs and stuff like that. So it can be really easy for someone to actually feel, I would say a bit of paranoia about some of these things. And I, I never, ever, ever want to present anyone, whether it's anyone listening to this or whether it's a client where we're going through their genetic findings, I never operate from a place of fear as much as can be controlled because I don't think it does any good, you know? So I definitely don't want to come from that perspective, but just simply food for thought, we are not living in the same world that our parents did. So generationally, we are seeing more autoimmunity, for example, we're seeing more illness and complexities. That's the thing that I see so much in women these days, especially, which, you know, comparing a, a woman's health journey to a man's health journey, two very different things, because of the complexities that we innately have. Uh, But the thing that I see is that a lot of women come to me and they can't figure out exactly what's going on. So the traditional medical path is failing them because they don't have a prescription that fits the bill. And even if they do, they're not set up for any sort of support. So you go in once a year, maybe twice a year, maybe a little more often than that, but between visit one and visit two, they have no idea what you're doing with yourself at home. They have no idea really how you know potential medication is working. There's a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding is women have things that are going on with the hormones and so quite often you know practitioners will be so quick to just throw something on the hormones to make the symptoms stop without really understanding that usually the hormones are the last hor- uh, the last domino. So the hormones may be awry because of, the way that you're feeding yourself or the stress that you're perhaps needing some help with, whatever the thing is, that's driving all of these things to show up in your body. You can work backwards and you can actually start seeing really rapid resolution when you have all of the insights, but the traditional medical model is just not quite, they're not quite there yet. I think they will get there. I think this is something that, again, like in ten years, it's going to be like, oh, of course, I've had a genetic analysis. <laughs> of course, I eat for my genes or exercise for my genes and supplement for my genes. Why would you not? You yeah, know?
1: It makes so much sense. And you, you're so right. It's we are we're navigating a whole new landscape in the yeah. world. It's just completely different. How I, I want to talk about. Um, so I feel like a lot of women and men of course I just know it's mainly women who listen to this is that because of the traditional medical path maybe we we often get stuck like I think of my mom I think of you know that generation before me and for 20 years I swear she's been saying these things sorry mom if you're listening but you know she's like well that's just how it is it's like this acceptance of well I'm at this age so of course I'm this weight I'm at this age so of course I'm experiencing this I'm this weight so of course this is just how it is it's like this but you you had this you know thank goodness had something come over you which was like hold on no what am I here for why am I operating what's my purpose but I feel like that's um there's friction with that because so many people as I just said going down that path are being told well that's normal accept it
0: totally well (laughs) and that. I, you know, I hear that a lot and I think even kind of coming into this next decade of my life, that really stings because there are so many women that I talk to that are like, well, you know, I'm 40 now and I'm just not going to have the body that I did 10 years ago or whatever the thing is, or I guess that things are going downhill from here. And it's like, actually, no, you need a new, you need a new filter. You really do. And I think a lot of where that comes from in our parents' generation, and definitely prior to that, there was this real kind of dynamic between the traditional medical model and, and this figure of authority. You know, and, and I want to be really clear, too, not to be disrespectful of anyone in the medical industry, because I am not anti-medical industry. There is so much that we benefit from, and there's so much dependence there. But I think now there's just so many nuanced things that don't really fall into that those traditional type benefits or categories of support. It's just a lot lacking. But for so many years, it was like, oh, if there's a doctor and the doctor is telling me to do this, then you would never question, first of all, their direction. And dare you ever say like, oh, maybe there's something different. Maybe there's more to this story than what the five minutes that I spent with them once a year has illuminated, you know? And and that's just kind of where we are, I think, in the world of wellness. We, We now understand without a shadow of a doubt that, yes, the lifestyle things are impacting you when there are even some practitioners that are super old school these days that will say, Oh, eat whatever you want. It's not going to make a difference. None of that stuff is real, you know? And so I think it's just about kind of waking up and understanding that it's okay to have a different perspective. There's room for all, right? So there's room for traditional medicine. There's room for lifestyle interventions. It all works really well together. It all works best together, doesn't it? So it's not that one is right or wrong. It's that they're incomplete without each other in many cases. So I think it's just a very different perspective. Um, but now, you know, we're seeing these days such a shift in the industry as far as the, the types of support that are available. So this is where, you know, the coaching industry has kind of boomed over the past few years and it's continuing. I think we're just kind of on this little upward slope because it works so well. You know, you take something like women's hormones, for example, that are so intricate and especially for clients who are in their forties, every month is not going to be the same. It's not something that's static. It's something that is just a little bit of a roller coaster. So when you have a practitioner who can actually help you to connect the dots on, okay, this is how I'm feeling this week. This is how I'm feeling this month and what's contributing to that. And what levels of support do I need right now at this season in my life? Just even understanding that support can look a lot different and it can look a lot deeper. And it's really all about going customized. It's all about personalizing interventions versus, okay, there's three medications that are on the market for X, Y, and Z condition. Which one do you want to try first?
1: Mm, I love
0: that. Such great advice. And I just want
1: to also ask you just for everyone, what's your advice with, um just where someone should start with this in the sense of balancing the overload of information around health out there, understanding this, it might be a new concept to a lot of uh, women who are listening in. but where should they start? I mean, I, I hate the whole waiting game. let's wait until we're sick, let's wait until we've got disease, you know um it's you know let's let's get on the the leading edge of it, be preventative about it. So what advice do you have for women trying to filter through? (laughs) everything the noise and understanding this and where they should really start in this process because I think it's just I mean I want to learn more I want to absolutely understand about my body and I mean it's just such a beautiful gift that we have so to understand it at a deeper level in a unique way what a what an awesome thing to be able to do for ourselves
0: Yeah, it truly is the most beautiful gift. And that's honestly, that's the most empowering thing that I love about this technology is that it gives you a ton of bang for your buck. So it's actually going to show you different markers across all aspects of health. So we're not just looking at nutritional markers, we're looking at things like sleep and exercise and even hormones and things like that. So it gives you a very foundational picture of what's happening how to feel better and what to expect down the road. And so it really does actually kind of cut through a lot of the the junk or or a lot of the polarizing opinions, rather. So very easily, you can actually take your report, let it absorb, and from then on out, literally forever more, every time you get on TikTok (laughs) or turn on the news or whatever your particular media that you're consuming might be, You actually will be able to say, oh, that that would actually work really well for me. Or perhaps, no, that is actually not going to work really well for me. So you're going to have it as your filtering system. It is the best filter that I mean, there's nothing else like it. So to me, I highly recommend starting with this, no matter what stage that you're in, whether you have some current concerns or whether you're looking for more like prevention and optimization, it works really well either way. But truly, if you're someone who feels overwhelmed, who feels like you don't really understand what is working for you or what would work for you, it's a fantastic place to start. So it's definitely a little bit of a different perspective and a a bit more insightful as far as your inner workings. It's kind of like having the user's guide to your car or something like that. Whereas if you think like blood work or at some of the other modalities that are actually really wonderful, those are more of like a look under the hood. Like, okay, what's happening now? Where can we kind of do some symptom analysis? The genes are totally different, but they do pair really well together. So like if you've had recent labs or something like that, great, we can actually kind of fuse them together with analysis. Uh, but essentially this is more of like how you're wired right so it's more of a long term strategy if that i Thank you, thank you for just breaking this down in wow. such
1: an easy way to understand. I've just, I've loved this and I want to explore this more myself. And um, yes, grateful for social media, for connecting us. That is that is for sure. I've got so much to learn from you. So um, I want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and your time with us. Uh, I, I've no doubt ladies are going to want to understand more and connect with you. So where can they hook up with you, Lindsay? Where will they find you?
0: You know, I'm mostly hanging out on Instagram. So I'm at the designer jeans company or designer jeans co. Um, so I have a lot of resources there as far as just kind of skimming some of the technology and kind of digging into what's in it for me. Um, definitely you can check out my website and check into more information about my membership. So I launched a membership model earlier this year that I'm pretty stoked on because it's basically given you access to all of my more advanced coaching modalities, but everything's concierge style. So you you can really kind of cherry pick what you might need support with or the level that's appropriate for you versus buying something that's like this massive support package that may not quite be where you're at. So it's super tailored and it's a great time. It's a great community that we have there. We do some different master classes and educational things like that throughout the month. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of the, the way that I have decided that we're going to roll through the future because it just makes so much sense after working with clients for the past 5 years here's the thing most people need a little more support than they're giving themselves credit for and i think this is a beautiful way to be able to kind of dip your toe in the water without without having to commit to something that's you know a 12 month program or something like that if that makes sense yes
1: absolutely uh i love that ladies go check it out i know i will be um and thank you Lindsay, for everything that you're providing being this you know wealth of knowledge for us um because the reality is when our health is better everything is better super so thank you for joining us and sharing with us and can't wait to chat again
0: soon yes thank you so much for having me it's been such a pleasure
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.